Okay, so once more with the feeling now. Your feelings here. All together now. I'll turn the bobble for a second chance on Core Augury now that you're all familiar with the real super duper position you've got in yourselves. And Jarlin, of course. Into. Outlook not so good. With two shakes of a lamb's tail, there it is. Huh, almost feel bad for him. Odd. Anyway, pardon the interruption and back to your regularly scheduled programming. I'm sure it's a popular cocktail party topic amongst interior designers to rave into heated moments, bad and back and forth opinion on when minimalism crosses a threshold into being what can be considered truly nothing. As the hangover sets in before one even sleeps and the stack of objects falls off of the sleeping man on the couch, the hooligans bounced upon his moment of serenity. Nothing. Nothing was certainly the first thought forced upon Darlin as he stared at the empty walk-in closet. Although the walls were a color he had never seen before, which under normal circumstances would most likely be enough to lend a moment of pause to him. Clack, clack, clack. <sighs> Here goes nothing. Jarlin knew the noise and shuddered. Clack, clack, clack. The whole region knew the noise. How could you not when living amongst the phenomenon that eventuality will spin into myth? Or perhaps already has. Only the most clacking of clacks can clack upon the all-natural terrain where they roamed. Clack, clack. Click. They could be silent if they wanted to. If you can hear the clacks, the only decision left is honesty. After all, why did you enter their territory? Is an appropriate question to answer at the very least. You knew Amika, right? Her friendress is missing. Jarlin slowly buckles his knees into the soil as he folds most humbly. And I don't know who else to ask. Jarlin submerged his posture further as the shifting mountains of command no more than ten inch tall gathered around the collapsing soul before them. Onto Jarlin's field of view of the field, a gift was placed before him as the tiny hand's thumb fell open letting gravity be the final one to pass the torch. Snatching the item immediately is what most people are trained to do, at behest of unprocessed cost. Clack. Jarlin shifted towards the message laid bare. The familiarity of upholstery is not going to solve the world's issues. However, it might be enough for Jarlin, at the very least. The button beset before him had not been removed from his home long enough for the memory to be even close to half-life. The dot on the radial edge of the bedeviled button had been freshly carved cleanly by claw. Jarlin finally lifted his view, gazing upon the direction the quiver's last arrow indicated as a cherished newborn Polaris. The deceptively open field had only one path for Jarlin as he tread forth. Jarlin was not one to follow, but one often pushed. A speaker speckled by dirt barks aloud, promising spectacle of excitement. Using drought potato, holding the wings, we are buying from the old
Beneath the clownish cacophony, the carnival barker cried. Hands on his head, filled with dread. You do the hokey pokey. It's always a good idea to pre-record your emotions as a jester if you're prone to display less amusing ones. This was truly a man of well-worn foresight, an entity not to lose footing around when approaching alone on the flatlands. After all, he had already detected Jarlin within a year shot. And you turn yourself around. Greetings there, pal. Are you here to play upon the precarious prairie with today's cushioned caper? Jarlin noticed the familiar tonal palate of a man who spends his days standing solitary in the wasteland waiting for a meeting, occasionally pleading with the passing crows. That uh, couch you have, eat a fish I am particular to? Wondering if you've seen it. Smooth, no scales? Well, a replica, but it has no replica of scales on it, so if it were to be a real fish, it would be smooth, no scales. Aren't we all just fish, sir? Huh, sure sounds like you've met the fish, then. I'm surprised the catch even gives back. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, especially to a character like you. You would agree it's wholly unfair to make an individual part with something they found to be quite pleasant without any sort of amusement in exchange, no? Sure, I'll wager the fish for your undertaking of the contest. Fair enough. I'll respect the code you abide to, I guess. But don't think that means I've mistaken you as honorable. That would be a disservice to the situation. Jarlin steps forward and commences contact with the couch. The final step is to let gravity pass the torch as Jarlin unhooks his tension and settles into the familiar roost for the first time since this day of eons initiated. Well, are you happy now, Mr. Barker? Obviously a rhetorical question, seeing as you just pulled a gun on me. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Take a man's fish and, yeah, you might end up with a gun pulled on you. Not like you'll fire it. <laughs> you sure you want to amend this contest with those words? Yeah, I'm certain. You're not afraid to pull the gun. But I'm positive you're afraid to pull the trigger. Do I look like I'm afraid of mischief? <sighs> More of the paperwork. There's plenty of room if you'd like to take a perch aside me, though, Mr. Barker. The Barker accepts Jarlin's wager as he settles into the very unfamiliar roost for the first time. Jarlin sat next to him for a while out of respect for the teary-eyed Barker as he began to weep. At long last, along the cushion's rift rested the crooning coy. Jarlin lifted the coy as he carried himself ahead to maintain direction on the passage as his spot in line moved forward. There was nothing Jarlin could do to aid the barker outside of the kind gesture he had already demonstrated, although often necessary. Crying is never happy. I know, I know. Seems like an obvious surface statement at first. Then you hear... Well, what about tears of joy? Enter into your consideration as you notice Jarlin has tears in his eyes, too, after a victorious moment. But are the tears flowing from being happy itself? Or because it had been quite some time since Jarlin recognized such occurrence in momentum, still alive and growing? In such a moment's obligation bound to uncertainty about when the next realization presents itself in the present rather than ineffable hindsight. 
coy in hand. Perhaps he found a ballast to propel himself into the rest of his journey with a tad more momentum. As ambassador of the fish realm, do you have a moment to talk about Cod? 